Hi, Cherise here with a special announcement. You can now enjoy select episodes of Detailed in video form. That's right. Detailed is now available on RCAT's YouTube channel. Now, you may be thinking, I already listened to the podcast. No need to watch it on YouTube. Well, trust me, if you don't want to miss out, even if you're an avid listener of the podcast, the video format is a completely different experience. Not only is it like hanging out with us, but you also get to hear parts of the conversation that were left on the cutting room floor. You can also see the photos, drawings, and video as we discuss the incredible projects that are featured. Come join us on YouTube. Follow the link in our show notes, and let's get into the details. This is an original podcast by RCAT. Try the number one most used website for finding building product information and save time and money. No registration is required with RCAT, so try it today and get ahead on your next project. Visit RCAT.com. That's A-R-C-A-T.com. Through trial and error, we found a way to make the water look about two feet, 30 inches deep with two inches of water. And it's just because of this little detail. It kind of confuses the mind a little bit from where you're standing. And you're like, oh, well, this looks deep. But in actuality, it's put your foot in there, which you're not supposed to. It's only two inches of water, and no one can be injured, or obviously it's for safety as well. This is Detailed, an original podcast by RCAT. I am your host, Sharice Lakeside, Senior Specification Writer at RDH Building Science and fondly known as the CSI Kraken. We will speak with professionals who share their insights into the most complex, interesting, and odd building conditions and the ingenuity it took to make it work. Join me as I pull back the curtain on the building industry and uncover the lessons learned. You'll gain valuable knowledge to help you better navigate your next project. Welcome to Detailed. The voice you heard in our opening today is today's guest, Jake Patton, principal at KSA Design Studio in Culver City, California. With his extensive experience in dealing with user groups, subcontractors, clients, and design teams, working under time and budgetary constraints, Jake guides the KSA team in strategic and efficient interaction, management, and deliverable follow-through. Jake's passion is to design sustainable spaces, which enhance the built environment, respect site history and culture, and that provide an aesthetic vision which inspires and enriches lives. Jake possesses wide-ranging horticultural expertise, including extensive knowledge of California native plants, and his extensive experience from design to management and execution spans across multiple project types from community parks civic, and educational projects. A fun fact about our guest is that Jake was a participant in Season 12 of The Bachelorette. The project we are going to talk about today is The Water Garden in Santa Monica, California. Don't forget to take a look at the project photos as you listen along. You can click on the link in our show notes or visit www.rcat.com podcast. Less than two miles from the Santa Monica Pier, in the heart of Santa Monica's tech, media, and entertainment corridor, sits the Water Garden, 
a 17-acre office park with more than 1.2 million square feet of leasing space. The complex is organized with four buildings that surround a central plaza and subterranean parking. Originally, the plaza featured a man-made lake that had a capacity of 611,000 gallons. To attract new tenants from technology and other creative sectors, the management team endeavored to reimagine the award-winning property with a timeless, contemporary, interchangeable, and multi-purpose design. A goal of the new design was to create a variety of human-scaled spaces, both indoor and outdoor, which would lend to more intimate, collaborative activities. KSA Design Studio was brought in to transform the iconic office park and its massive artificial lake into a drought-tolerant, sustainable outdoor space with a design that refreshes and reactivates the site, improving its aesthetics through thoughtful garden rooms and a winding river walk while increasing its functionality. We had this like narrative that if you dropped one droplet of water on the center new water fountain, the landscape was how that water rippled out to the perimeters of the 17 acres. And like that's how the waves of mass planting were derived. That's how some of the strolling paths were self-designed. That's how, you know, it was a very thoughtful touch that everybody can kind of understand. The team fell in love with the concept, but bringing it to life had its challenges. Well, I think what fascinated both myself and our firm was really kind of the use of water in landscape in such a prominent way, right? We wanted to keep the identity of the water garden while doing this whole major renovation. One of the challenges was obviously being cost-effective. This has to fit within a budget and still kind of make this identity of the water garden. We were also very challenged with the Santa Monica water restrictions are very restricted. And so we had to use really exclusively California natives or very low water use planting. That was pretty much it. And so what we did to kind of solve that was we used a strategic palette of plants that really wasn't that long of a list and very large massings. And we did that to kind of bring texture and color and seasonal change into the landscape. Another big challenge was the water usage and the lead certification, the water efficiency credit, very stringent for a project of this size. And we were able to achieve savings of approximately two and a half million gallons of water a year, which was significant. Probably the last challenge was coordinating with all the consultants, right? When you're dealing with an on-structure project, like this, of two floors of parking, where you even place your new trees becomes important and where those wave loads are concentrated. KSA's design turned a notorious water guzzler into a drought-tolerant park. The potable water used for landscape irrigation was cut by 100%, a major contributing factor in the award of LEED Gold certification for the overall project. Lead Gold is always a collaborative effort. The whole team has to be on board with it as we kind of achieve that level of certification or platinum. Our effort as landscape architects was really in the water efficiency credits. And so we had to document and justify 
how we were going to essentially save 2.5 million gallons a year in wastewater, which was a very robust challenge. It kind of just through efficient design of the planting and finding anomalies and irrigation as it was, you know, as well as the water feature, we kind of like had to reverse engineer it essentially and figure out the problems first. And through those problems, we found efficient design solutions. But we were able to get it. And it took multiple rounds, I'll say, of kind of going back and forth and asking certain questions. Oh, explain this further. How, how would you like us to do this? Right? Because kind of read the challenge at first and you're like, is this possible? How much water can we actually save? Right? And so we were in the 95 percentile of water savings. I mean, it was like from start to finish, it was incredible, which is not just great certification for our client, but the city started to really back it because it helps them as well. It aligns very much with their master plan and their city goals for landscape. And so this became more so of a capstone project. In partnership with the city of Santa Monica, the original lake water feature was drained and diverted directly to the city's Santa Monica Urban Runoff Recycling Facility, or SMURF. At SMURF, the much-needed reclaimed water was treated and recycled for reuse in landscape irrigation at projects throughout the Santa Monica community. With the reduced water capacity, creative solutions were needed to efficiently use the remaining water. And that's when SOMAS, P-S-O-M-A-S, the civil engineer, specified Rainstore 3, a product by Invisible Structures. Rainstore is an underground water containment system that is modular and stackable. It's also 100% recycled plastic, so it's excellent for lead points, and it's also a very green product. It arrives fully assembled to the job site. It's compression stacked and it exceeds H20 loading. So you can build parking garages over it and you can drive any vehicle over it. This is Olivia Harris, president of Invisible Structures, a manufacturer of stormwater management products. The Water Garden Project was a really cool project for Invisible Structures. It used Rainstore 3 in a really unique way. It took advantage of the shallowness of the product. Rainstore 3 is only four inches high. And the fountains needed to be placed over the parking garage that existed. And the parking garage was different heights. So the fountains needed to be built over the structure that was different heights. And the Rainstore 3, because it was only four inches deep, could be constructed in all of these chambers. Some of them were really deep, some of them were really shallow. And it was like putting a puzzle together so that the top of it was all level. And these chambers were all designed to basically recycle water. I used to work across the street from the water garden at HBO. And I remember going to the water garden for lunch every day. 
And the fountain there was this huge pond looking thing that had this one fountain in the middle. And that caused a ton of evaporation because all that water is just sitting there and the mosquitoes would come. And, you know, the way that they redesigned the water garden, there's almost no evaporation because the water is constantly being recycled and it's being stored underneath the fountains. And so it's really smart the way they did it. They're really saving a ton of water, thousands of gallons every year. Some of those complexities that Olivia mentioned are exactly what led SOMAS to their product. They approached us specifically because of what its capacity was. Because it's fairly small in size, and it is shallow, and it is customizable. And when it arrives, it's already stacked to the size that you need it to be. So it just drops right into the hole that you've already made for it. And so it's just like, you've already figured out what you want your puzzle to be. And then you get all your puzzle pieces and you just drop them in place. And it has a void space of 94%. So it can store a massive amount of water with very little plastic. And it's also a recycled product. So it helps with lead points as well, which really helps contribute to the green element of the design of the project. Now to explain void space. Each panel of Rainstore 3 kind of resembles the bottom of an egg carton. So imagine flipping over an egg carton to see the bottom. The negative space of the carton or space between each egg cup would be the void space. That's where the water is stored within the system. So wherever the Rainstore 3 product is used, 94% of it is retained water. Most of the water is being stored underneath the fountains on top of the parking garage. So there's almost no evaporation. So it's being recycled constantly. So the water that you see on top is a very small amount compared to what is underneath. The goal to reduce water capacity and usage lent itself well to the design inspiration and additional material and product selections. Some of our inspiration for this project kind of derived from really kind of the San Antonio Riverwalk in Texas. And so we kind of used that and just kind of, you know, as inspiration for our design team. But I really love working with Sean Sons Concrete because they like really made the seated bluestone cement like perfect it really like it makes me smile every time i walk onto that campus now and it's just so seamless i never see a crack in it ever i just love it i love it and so it was very expensive but it was worth every dollar that was one of my favorite products we used epay hardwood in some of the amenity deck areas a unique detail which i really loved Everything really kind of on, on this campus is like meant for high traffic commercial setting. And so it's almost like if you're expecting like traffic, like Disneyland, right? Where it's just people constantly walking over. How can you make something beautiful, but also withstand any element? But yeah, and so things such as ePay, like using the hardest resilient hardware that you can find. Things such as this concrete with seeded bluestone in like both an elegant fashion but very durable. 
that was what interested our team the most. And this was really so so unique. There's this kind of a river that flows through the campus now. And because of our water use, we couldn't make the river have more than two inches of water. But the client really wanted it to look deep, like a river, you know? And we're like, two inches deep? Ah, yeah. And so our team actually did like several mock-ups uh, of how to kind of do this. And we worked with Stowe, STO, our water feature consultant. And it's essentially a reverse engineered ripple. So let's say the water is flowing downhill at 5% grade. There is a reverse ripple on that concrete that's underneath the water in the opposite direction. And what it does, it gives the water little waves, almost movement. But through trial and error, we found a way to make the water look about two feet, 30 inches deep with two inches of water. And it's just because of this little detail, it kind of confuses the mind a little bit from where you're standing. And you're like, oh, well, this looks steep. But in actuality, it's put your foot in there. You're not supposed to. It's only two inches of water and no one can be injured or The list of minds behind these creative solutions is long, but Jake did share a few. And there was a lot of players in this team, so please, if anyone's listening who was involved, I don't have a company with your name, please know that you're very well respected. The most critical consultants that we work very closely with were the civil engineer, Sonis, the structural engineer, Brandon Johnson. MEP, that's AMA, the concrete consultant, Shaw and Sons, obviously the client, CBRE, water feature consultant, STO. Those were probably the most highly coordinated and critical consultants, but it was a very big team. I should mention HLW did a fantastic job as architecture. And they really helped in coordinating everybody in getting the communication fruitful, getting all all the groups, I'll say, communication lines open. With landscape projects, I've often heard that seeing it completed with full vegetation is so much better than what you imagine in design. This project was no different, but Jake had an interesting twist that he feels keeps the project successful and relevant today. After the project was done, it was it was better than what we actually envisioned the like renderings that we look back on were very attractive, but the photo reel was even better than what we thought. And I have to say that the maintenance of the landscape is what's keeping that moving incredible. And so we actually did this is this is not common, but we even did a landscape maintenance manual as a closeout to the project which was specific direction to whoever maintained the project. Hey, this is when you prune this plant. This is how you prune it. This is what to look for in its disease. This is how you treat it. This is for every single plant on the project. And they follow it. So that's what's keeping the project looking incredible still. And it's just continuing to grow and look better as landscape evolves. By reimagining the 54,000-square-foot lake water feature into an 11,000-square-foot river walk with bridges and dock landings, 
the team reactivated the outdated plaza in a meaningful way. Additionally, the significant reduction in water usage combined with comprehensive, sustainable, drought-tolerant landscaping, the reduction in turf grass by 84%, and significantly reduced evaporation, irrigation, and runoff has enabled Water Garden to save more than 2.5 million gallons of water annually. Before we close out this episode, I always try to gain some additional insight from our guests about the greater industry, like what could we be doing better? giving more importance to outdoor spaces, you know, and that even can kind of start at the code mandate. I think they can even be more stringent, to be honest, and require the landscape architects to be involved in more projects, even at simpler form, you know, like there's 500 square feet of landscape remodel requires irrigation and I think it can even be more strict, you know, it, it can be even more involved, I think, because especially where we're at in Los Angeles, I feel that the landscape is going to make the city the most beautiful city in the world. I do. I think it's, you know, so much space here, such a great climate, great setting, that with great landscape done again and again and again, this city will flourish. As an example of the world that Jake envisions, he also shared a story about his work on the Rancho Los Amigos National Rehabilitation Center that exemplifies the power of design. What really moved me on this project was actually seeing the patients use the project. And it went on for, like the project was like an eight-year-old process. And so we could see patients kind of regularly, you know, in this facility through construction and later parts of design. And what really actually kind of made my eyes wet was actually recognizing this one patient who I saw in a wheelchair. I saw he was using our circle to health. We did this wellness garden in the back of the building which the patients, it was like more of an outdoor rehabilitation focus. And so as the patients would get stronger through their rehabilitation, you would see them get out of the wheelchair. And this patient, actually, I saw, like I recognized, and I saw him multiple times through the installation. And at the end of the project, we saw a ribbon cutting. And this, this patient that I've seen in a wheelchair through like seven years of this project in the making was walking. And I was like, this is insane. Like I didn't, I really didn't know that the landscape could have such a great impact on this person's life and essentially several others thereafter. Right. And so it was really, it was really powerful. We were sitting there with the mayor. And the mayor made a speech and he did his ribbon cutting. And I saw this same patient stand up and applaud. Me. And I was like, this is incredible. I remember seeing that guy, you know, seeing that guy in a wheelchair and using the circle to help. And like he was doing it like so passionately that he was like hitting his milestones. And at the end of the circle to help, he was like walking. And I was like, this is just mind blowing to see someone heal through landscape. I love that story. 
it's an incredible reminder to step out of your own shoes and think about who that end user will be. I really enjoyed this conversation with Jake. I hope this episode sparks a new idea, helps you solve a problem that you've been working through, or inspires the mark that you want to leave on this world on your path to world domination. My personal goal here is to make Los Angeles the most beautiful city in the world. And we've been receiving high marks on thousands of projects, making strides towards that. Uh, There's still a tremendous amount of work to be done. I'm a young professional, and I think we can do it. And starting to get traction. Now, I'm actually hearing people say that. You know, I used to say that 10 years ago, and just people would just laugh. Like, (laughs) no, that's not going to happen. But now it's becoming more and more tangible. Again, there's a tremendous amount of work to be done, but that's what I'd like to leave. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more, visit rcat.com forward slash podcast to see photos, details, and more related project and product information that we discussed today. While you're there, take a look around rcat.com. For over 30 years, RCAT has been the resource for AEC professionals to find the right products for their project. Try RCAT and see how their tools can save you time and money and help you get ahead on your next project. Visit RCAT.com. That's A-R-C-A-T dot If you enjoyed the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and sharing this with your friends. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back to share more stories and lessons learned to help you navigate your next project.